You are listening to Two Minutes of Torah with Rabbi Danny, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Danny, please visit rabbidanny.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, and welcome to Two Minutes of Torah, Parashat Shemot, God Has a Name. Growing up in my Orthodox Jewish primary school, the word God was never written on the board, on handouts, or anywhere in the school. It was always G-D. It was as though the three letters G-O-D written together had a certain sacredness, which meant that we were never able to write it down ourselves. And for many years of my life, I would only write G-D. I imagine that it was some point in my youth movement days with RSY Netzer when I began to question why I wasn't able to write down God. It seems that it originates with the sacredness of the Hebrew name for God, which is the yud then combined with the vav Even in speaking it, I can't put those letters together. The Hebrew name of God, which we read as Adonai, is considered so sacred that it is not written or read, and in Orthodox circles it is referred to as Adonai in prayer and Hashem, the name, or Adashem, when used in study. In this week's Torah portion, we gain an important insight into the name of God when Moses is first introduced to the Hebrew deity. After witnessing the miracle of the burning bush, Moses' concern seems to be, what shall he tell the Israelites is the name of God when they ask? Before considering God's answer, it is a fascinating concern for Moses to have. Why does he imagine that the Israelites' first question will be about the name of God? Moses seems to imagine that knowledge of the name of God will be the test which the people will place before him, seeking proof that he truly is God's messenger. Knowledge of someone's name suggests a knowing of the person And it appears that in the case of the divine, it works in a similar way. God's enigmatic answer to Moses is, which can most accurately be translated as, I will be that I will be. It is not really a name in the conventional sense. God does not say, my name is so-and-so or such-and-such, offering something which appears to be more of a designation than an actual name. God follows this by saying, you shall say to the people of Israel, I will be has sent me to you. At first glance, this may appear frustrating as we seek to know the true name of God. However, there is something very powerful about the designation. I will be that I will be. God cannot be confined to a single name and simply is. God exists as the I will be to be referred to by various peoples in whatever language and with whatever name they see fit. In England, when we talk about the divine, we use the word God. The same word which is used by our Christian cousins. And in Arab countries, the Jews use the Arabic for God, using the word Allah, the same as our Muslim cousins. God may appear to the various monotheistic religions by many names, and for each religion the name itself may hold a certain sacredness, but above the specifics of a single name there is God, the divine, who simply exists. The Israelites do not really need to know God's specific name. They simply need to know that God is, the same God which we all worship in our own ways, using our own names. Shabbat Shalom.